Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of First Universalist Church, a Unitarian Universalist congregation located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are a radically welcoming and progressive religious community, deeply committed to love, justice, spiritual growth, and living out our values in the world. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org. I invite you to rise with me. I'm on my way to the Freedom Land, and I'd like you to go with me. I'm on my way to the Freedom Land. I'm on my way to the Freedom Land. Great God, I'm on my way. (laughs) You're on your way. Told you. secret, which is that at my house, the words of the songs make their way in to almost everything that I'm up to, and waking the kids up for school often starts with, 
good, good, good morning, good, good, good morning. And they don't really like it so much, but it makes me feel better. So <laughs> we do it together till we all get singing. So good morning, good morning, and welcome to First Universalist Church. My name is Jen Crow. I'm one of your ministers here. And this is a community where folks have been coming for generations for nourishment and care and inspiration. This is a community where all are welcome, and we are especially glad to have so many kids and families with us this morning. So yay, I'm so glad you're here. This is our annual backpack blessing service. It's one of my favorite moments of the whole year as we intentionally prepare ourselves for the turning of the season and for many of us for a turning either to school for the first time or back to school for some of us many, many times in our lives. Here in this community, we are Unitarian Universalists, and in particular, we have a legacy of universalism. And universalism means that we are all welcome and wanted. It means that we are all whole and holy and worthy, just the way we are, and that we all have room to grow. This is the paradox that we live in. And in this community, we make room for our whole selves. That means the bodies that we're in. So you may have noticed it's a little warm in here this morning. I've definitely noticed that. Please know that we're aware of that and that we are working on it. We've got some fans going, but please feel free to get up and move around if you need to, to move down to the social hall or the Cummins room where there's a live stream going, to make yourselves comfortable and to know that this is not a space where you have to sit still all the time to be welcome. It is okay to wiggle. It's okay to make noise. It's okay to move around if you need to. So just know that that is just fine. And we are working on the air conditioning. The last remaining part of our capital improvement project is we are awaiting the arrival of our air conditioning units, which like for so many folks have been held up and held up and held up. So uh, it's coming, but we have no control over the pace of this. So I do wanna say that here in this congregation, we believe in the spirit of love and hope. We trust in the cycles of giving and receiving and growing to hold us as individuals and as a community. And we put our faith into action in some very particular and I hope visible ways. So one of the ways we're practicing giving and receiving today is that like, you, like I said, this is backpack blessing service. We wanna make sure that everybody who needs school supplies for the year can get them. So please, if you are in need of any support in getting school supplies for your kid or for your family, please see the worship leaders. We all have target gift cards to help support you in getting the supplies that you need. So please, we do this together. We are together. So we remember too that we are still living with COVID-19 and so we ask everyone in the building to please wear a mask at all times unless you're eating or drinking down in the social hall or leading worship from the pulpit or singing. I want to remind us that next sun Sunday we're here again at 10 a.m. and we have a special guest, right? We have a special musician next week, Matt Meyer, to be with us and it's going to be a beautiful service. And then on September 11th, we're back to two services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. It's our water communion in-gathering service and I'm so looking forward to being together in person and online for that experience. So what a joy it is to get to lead worship this morning with Franco Holder and Dr. Glenn Thomas Rideout, Lauren Wyeth, Reverend Arif Mamdani, Lori Stevens, our new Cummins ministerial intern. So if you haven't met her, please do that. And also with Samantha and Ivy. So thanks so much for doing this together. Let's take a moment to welcome ourselves to this space, our bodies, our presence. So for me, that means taking a moment to put my feet squarely on the floor, you do this the way that works best for you. I'm taking a moment to let my shoulders come up and back and down, to take a moment for a deeper breath if that is available, to breathe in together, and to breathe out together. To breathe in together, and breathe out together. And then once more at our own pace, breathing in and breathing out.
from this place of connection with ourselves and with our breath that connects us to the earth of which we are a part and to the generations past, present, and future. We remember that we are transient beings on this earth, that this place in particular was inhabited for thousands of years before us and is inhabited still by members of the native nations of this land. And we commit ourselves to learning the larger stories of all people and all beings, to truth-telling and to repair. From this space of connection, we light our chalice together. Please join me in saying the words for lighting our chalice. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Good morning. Now we're going to do a moving meditation using our whole bodies, and you can do it sitting where you are, or you can do it standing in the aisle if you want a little more room to spread out. So go ahead and make it work for you, however works best for you and your body. And our youth worship leaders up here, Ivy and Samantha, will show us how it's done as we move through it together. It goes like this. Breathing in, we reach out to the world. Breathing out, we gather it to our hearts. Breathing in, we reach up for the sky. Breathing out, we bow to the earth. Breathing in, we rise up. And breathing out, we roll our shoulders back. Mm, thanks for doing that with me and with us. This is a way to pray with our bodies. It is three breaths in and three breaths out. And where do we have this practice of doing three slow, deep breaths? right here at church, right? So what we just did together is kind of a longer version of the tradition that we do together every time we gather to begin worship of taking those three breaths together. We just did it using our whole bodies and wanted to share it with you this morning, especially those of us who live outside of this sanctuary. Those of us who take our bodies outside of the sanctuary and into the world, whether we go home or to school or to work, wherever we find ourselves, this is a lovely way that we can remind ourselves that we live in bodies, that we can remind ourselves to breathe, that we can remind ourselves of our connections to church. Now, as people of faith, we don't believe that the ritual of blessing that we'll have later in the service will protect us from the bumps and bruises of the world. Most of the time, most of the time, our classrooms are full of friendly faces and fun, but sometimes people are mean and learning is hard. Most of the time we have what we need. But even if we have a hot lunch at school, we may have empty cupboards at home. Blessings and prayers will not fill our bellies. Blessings and prayers do not deliver friends or do our homework for us. Beloveds, as people of faith, we know that our hope comes from one another. We know that even if we're having the worst day ever, even if we're feeling nervous or lonely, sad, or scared. There is love. And so kids in particular, I want to remind you as you begin a new school year, I want to remind you of this practice, the simple practice, three breaths. There is the love of the people of your church. There is the love 
of the people in your family. Even when you're apart, it's always there. There is the love inside you. We are made of love. Even when it feels like everything is falling apart, you can remember that. There is beauty and goodness all around us from the vast sky to the solid earth beneath our feet. If you're having a hard time at school, at home, on the playground, you can take three breaths and move your body in this way. And when you rise up and roll your shoulders back, you can feel your own strength. You can feel the confidence of knowing that you will be able to find love again. Keep on going until you find it. Until you find your good friend or a kind teacher, a helpful school counselor or social worker. Keep going until you get home and can talk to your grown-ups. Keep going until Sunday when you can come back here where we remind one another again and again of our inherent worth and dignity our value, born with us, that we carry our whole lives that can never go away. Keep going until you find people who treat you with love and care, who help you get what you need. Looking for love and trusting that we'll find it and helping one another reconnect with it. This is the central lesson and the homework of universalism for all of us every day. A blessing is not a magic spell that protects us from missing the bus or dropping our lunch in a puddle. A blessing is meant to seal this truth into our hearts. Even when bad things happen, the love is still here in you, between us, surrounding us all, not letting you or any one of us go. So breathe, and remember, and breathe, and remember, and breathe, and remember.
There is more love somewhere. It's a little hard to imagine there's so much love right here, right now. But somewhere, somewhere there is more. Oh, wow. As we move into a time of prayer, a time of noticing the love that is right here, I want to remind you again to check in with your body, see if you need to move either in your pew or to another place in the building to be more comfortable. I want to remind and invite the grown-ups that are here with young children who might find moments of prayer and meditation to be just a little less than exciting. <laughs> that whatever it is that young bodies or your body needs to do in this time is absolutely welcome. Yes. Thank you, Vivian. Really, we are here together, all of us, all of us. Thank you, yeah. So join me, join me as we bring our attention inward, listening to our hearts, inviting them to open. seeking together the love that is right here. The love that we make when we gather in community to hold our joys and sorrows, consolations and desolations of the spirit, resting in the shared breath of community, the shared breath that makes us one. Let's open our hearts to this shared breath with just a moment of silence, knowing that when human bodies, bodies gather, it is never truly silent, that whatever noises might be present are an invitation to see if we can bring love to this too. in this deepening awareness of our interconnection with each other, our interconnection to this planet. Will you pray with me? Spirit of life, spirit of love, radiant spark that moves within us and among us and beyond us. We know you by many names, and we know you beyond all naming. And we know that naming never fully expresses, but merely points the way, like a finger pointing at the moon. We are on the edge of a new school year, and a new season two. Soon the leaves will be changing, and the crisp air we feel in the morning will surround us all day long. The world is again like a blank sheet of paper in front of us. What will you draw? What will you write on it in this season ahead of us? What prayers of hope do you hold this morning? Speak them aloud if you wish. What prayers that lift dreams? Speak those aloud if you wish. What prayers of worry or fear? Please speak those aloud too. 
Holy One, help us to give voice to what we hold in our hearts, knowing that when we hold our prayers in community, every load is lessened, every joy is brightened, every heart that hears our prayer opens and softens just a little more. Feel that opening. Feel that softening. I invite you to speak aloud or hold in the gentle hands of your heart all you would like to lift up in worship today, that we might hold all that we bring in the embrace of this gathered community. And dear ones, we pray that the grip of addiction be loosened that the weight of oppression be lightened, that truth be told, that joy break through, and that love make every suffering bearable for us all. May it be so. Amen. And please join in singing Spirit of Life. So I'm wondering, have any of you been on any rides this summer? Maybe a ride at the fair or at Valley Fair or somewhere else, or have any of you gone kayaking or rafting or been out in the natural world in a situation that made you go, <gasps> anybody, anybody? Okay, so that feeling, oh. I imagine that might be somewhat like the feeling of getting ready to go back to school. That feeling we have, right, when we're maybe standing in line or looking out at what's ahead, and we feel that mix of excitement and terror and wonder and, oh my gosh, I guess this is really happening. <laughs> I remember learning about the complexity of this feeling of all of it at once, standing in line with my daughter as we were waiting to go on a ride. And she turned to me and said, I have these butterflies in my stomach, and I think it's a mix of excitement and fear. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what that is. That's exactly what that feeling is, and we can hold all of it at once. We can hold all of those feelings at once. And I want to let you in on a couple of secrets today. One of them is that when I began my journey toward ministry, the idea of speaking in front of people terrified me so much. And in fact, it was a sense of excitement because I've always wanted to do this. This is what I know I am meant for in the world. But then also this incredible fear of being up in front of folks. So what would happen would be I would get up in front and I would speak whatever words I'd written on the page. But meanwhile, in my head, I'd have a whole other story running. And this whole other story was 
I can't breathe. I can't do this. This isn't happening. I can't believe I'm doing this. And I would imagine myself passing out, hitting my head, and someone calling an ambulance for me. <laughs> now, this whole thing would be going on in the back of my head while I very calmly prayed or gave a sermon or whatever. And as you can probably tell, over time, that has gone away, which I'm very grateful for. <laughs> and so are you. Trust me. It's all better. But this change happened on purpose. It wasn't just magic that it happened. So I want to let you in on how some of this change happened and what we each can bring with us or do maybe when we find ourselves in situations when we are both excited and full of wonder and also maybe a little scared or a lot scared. So I'm going to show you a few of the things that I do. So I have my backpack. Anybody else have their backpack? Anybody? Awesome. So this is pretty cool because it was really 10 years ago exactly my wife bought me this backpack when I started working here. And she bought it for me because I wanted to walk to work. We live just about a mile away and I was like, this is going to be awesome. I'll just put on my backpack and head to church. And there's something for me when I have my backpack on both shoulders where I feel strong. Does anybody else get that feeling of like, I am here and I can carry whatever is in this bag, right? So I got my backpack and I always carry a couple of things to help me stay connected, right? So one of them is this water bottle, which I'm sure you've seen me with. And just this past year, as we were moving through another round of the pandemic, a friend of mine sent me a sticker because this is something I say all the time to calm myself. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I try to say it more slowly and with less of that. <gasps> but when I really say it, and I really let myself center in, everything's okay. I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Not in the Minnesota glossing it over way that we sometimes do, but it's okay. We are fundamentally okay. So I carry this around for that reminder of both the laugh, which helps, and the way to talk to myself about everything is okay, and I am okay. And then, because hydration is key, I keep it full. And I drink out of my water bottle. But then in my backpack, I carry a few other things. And part of what I love about backpacks is that nobody can tell what you have in here. Right? You can carry whatever you want that makes you feel more grounded. So there are a couple key things I always have. Thanks to Arif, I always have snacks because <laughs> he is a believer in snacks and keeping ourselves well fed. I always carry my favorite kind of tea, which is licorice mint, uh, because it helps me with all the body sensations, right? The smell, the taste, the hot cup, the calming moment to make the tea very important. I carry special kind of hand lotion that smells like oranges because for me it's another way. I put some lotion on my hands, I ground myself, I remember that I'm here and everything's okay and then I can smell it and that helps me too. And then I have two other key things in here. One is I have this practice sometimes with family members and sometimes with friends of uh, we say to each other, we're gonna carry each other in our pockets. And we do that really physically with rocks. So whenever I'm gonna go do some hard thing, I take one of those rocks and I put it in my pocket. And I've been flying a lot lately, back and forth to see family, and so these rocks end up not in my pocket, but in my backpack. And what cool thing that has happened is, usually I take one, but at this point, I have like a whole collection in here. <laughs> My backpack's actually getting kind of heavy because every time I go in, I've got like five more rocks in here, which is kind of awesome. So I'm carrying all these people with me wherever I go. And I don't know if any of you were here for our first backpack blessing. It was a while ago now, but we gave out these rainbow ribbons with a tree on them. And this has been on my backpack ever since. So I always carry this congregation with me wherever I'm going. Now, those are some of the things you can see, right, of how I ground myself. And I hope that you are thinking already, what are your things? 
What are you putting in your pockets? What are you putting in your backpack or your bag? What are you doing to help ground yourself? And I want to share a couple of other invisible ones with you. So there was a moment where I needed to go do a really important interview to become a minister. I had to go sit before the ministerial fellowship committee and answer a lot of questions and preach a sermon and do all that. And I was super scared about this interaction. And a friend of mine said, why don't you take us with you? And I thought about that. And for me, what that meant was I took a picture of myself standing on a rock where actually you know, we can have a whole conversation about this, where a, a formative leader in early Unitarianism had stood in Transylvania, Francis David, and had spoken about the importance of religious liberty. I went and stood on that same rock, got a picture of myself taken on it, and then I put on the back of that photo all the names of the people that had supported me and that were going into that room with me. And what I found was I didn't have room on the photo for all the people. And I think about that for each of us, whether we're physically carrying a photo or some item like a rock that we're bringing in with us to those hard situations, but to remember all the people that are with us, all the people from the past, all the people from the present, all the folks out into the future who are going to be grateful for what we are up to. We bring them all with us. So I tucked that photo inside my jacket pocket where nobody could see it, and I brought it in with me. And I don't have that photo anymore, but I have it in my heart. I have it with me all the time, actually, adding names as I live. So I want to make sure that you have things, both visible and invisible, to take with you wherever you go, too. So in a few minutes, you'll get something you can hold on to, something visible. But first, I want to give us all some invisible things to put in our bags or our pockets. So I don't know about you, but I would love to bring some love with me wherever I go. How about you? Some love with us, right? So, all right, folks, I want you to take some love from wherever you've got it. Put it together nice and soft, like a pillow maybe. And then if anybody's got their backpack, go ahead and open it up because you're going to have to catch this, okay? Anybody ready to catch? All right, we've got the love. Let's see some of those backpacks up in the air. All right, toss it in. Let's get it in. If you need to catch it, catch it. And you joining us online, this is invisible stuff that travels across air and time and space. And it is landing wherever you are, whenever you're there. Okay, do, does anybody want to bring some courage? Some courage? All right, let's take that from wherever you've got it. I'm taking it from my feet. <laughs> courage? All right, anybody need some courage? Let's toss it in. All right, what else do you want to take with you? What else do you need? A sense of humor. Oh, we can definitely take that, right? Okay, let's some joy. All right, get it however you get it. All right, and let's toss it. All right, one more. What else do you need? What else do you need? All right, I heard both kindness and a water bottle. Um, we will gently toss kindness, so gently, and we will not toss a water bottle, but we'll help you get one if you want it. All right, kindness, kindness. There are so many things we carry with us that we can see and that we can't see. Things that go with us when we are excited and scared things that are right there with us as we are brave and loving and courageous and kind. We have what we need, and we have it for ourselves and to share with each other. So may you take all of these things with you today and every day. Amen. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lori Stevens, and I'm the new ministerial intern here at church. Very excited to be here. So this past summer, I actually lived out of my backpack. I traveled all over Europe with my brother, who's in the back, 
<laughs> and we took trains all over Europe from Paris to Munich to uh, Stockholm, all the way down to Greece. We were all over everywhere. And all we had was what we could carry in our backpacks. And it was so fun and we got to see so much stuff. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's hard to live out of only your backpack. And there's a lot of folks in our communities who, like me, are missing being able to go home. So this church, I've already seen, I've only been here two weeks, is very generous. I've already seen that. Uh, it's a big and it's a big-hearted congregation. So each week when we give our offering, which we'll, we're about to do, the larger portion of the offering goes to an organization in our community that upholds the values that we share. And this week, uh, we're giving to Twin Cities Habitat for Humanity because that's exactly what they do. They help folks go home. Because while backpacks are important tools, nobody really wants to live out of one forever. When I was exploring this building, I wandered down into the library downstairs and I saw a beautiful necklace that was donated, given to us, by a family that this congregation helped through Habitat for Humanity. So let's keep that generosity rolling. Let's keep helping families so that no one has to live out of a backpack and that everyone can go home. Instructions for giving are on the, will be on the slides on either side of me, and they are online. So you can find them on there as well as our friends on Zoom. We encourage you to give as generously as you're able. And if you're not able to give this morning, that's okay. You are always welcome. Thank you. We offer a special blessing this morning, a blessing ritual for all of our children and youth, for all of our teachers and bus drivers and cafeteria and building maintenance and office staff and classroom assistants and everyone who's heading off to school next Tuesday or already or very soon. So kids, I want you to do something special right now. First, I want you to put on your backpacks like Reverend Jen did and feel that, feel that strong feeling of wearing your backpack on both shoulders. And then on these brand new pew cushions, I want you to stand up on your pews. Yeah, yeah. I know that your adults may tell you never to stand on the pews in church, and I want you to listen to them at all other times. <laughs> but right now, we want to see you. So if you're able, I want you to stand up. And if you're not, I want you to find a way to get a little higher and look around, and I want you to see all of these faces looking up at you. People you know, that's right, just like Vincent. Turn around and really take it in. People you don't know. I want you to know that they love you and that they will be with you in your heart, on the bus and in the hallways, in the lunchroom, on the playground, in your classrooms. They will be with you. Just like you, each of us will be out in the world sending love from heart to heart, striving to be braver and more loving and kind. Look at the many beautiful faces of love that surround you and memorize this moment so that you can return to it anytime you choose. And this morning, let's pray this blessing with our eyes open as we breathe together. 
spirit of love and life, be with our children as they journey out from us. Fill their hearts with courage and strength and tenderness and a willingness to be changed. Help them to tell their truth about who they are and all that they notice. Help those around them to listen in a way that lets them speak. Let them know that they are loved and that we're with them wherever they go. Be with all of us, with those of us whose hearts break for the backpacks not taken up. Help us all to reach out using our minds and our bodies and our words, trusting our wise and growing hearts to truly make our classrooms and our workplaces, our homes and our church and our world safe and nurturing for all. Spirit of love and life, fill us all with courage and remind us to bring love wherever we go. May it be so. And now kids and adults who are heading back to school, in whatever way, I want you to hop down when you're ready. And I'm gonna invite you to make your way toward one of the stations that will be in the front and back and on the sides of the sanctuary. We wanna give you a special gift to tuck into your backpack and we'll share a blessing with you. And once you've received it, you may return to your seat with your family. And in fact, this little gift is for anyone who lives in the world and wants something to remind them of their connection to this church, not just kids. So please, everyone is invited to participate in this ritual. And for our friends who are joining us online, we want to share this blessing with you too, beloved. So find the link in the chat or on the order of service next to where it says backpack blessing and fill that out and we will send you this little gift in the U.S. mail.
we are on our way. In case you haven't seen it yet or you haven't been able to, our pencils say, where you go, I will go, beloved. Where you go, I will go. And we have plenty for everyone. So please come get one. And please carry us, carry each other in your hearts as you go out today, as we carry one another with our faith out into the world, trusting that love and courage and kindness are with us always. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We're a faith community committed to racial justice, and together we give, receive, and grow in the universalist spirit of love and hope. To learn more about who we are and our ministry, please visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.